0: Radio Lockdown is a Neptune podcast. Hello there, and welcome to Radio Lockdown. I'm Justin MacArthur. Today on the show Dancing, Dogs, and Death to Capitalism. I spoke to Bridget Fay of Church Mums and Vixen Vixen about her EP Crusher, which dropped at the end of 2020. You can find that on Bandcamp and Spotify at the links in the show notes. And if you'd like to support radio lockdown, I'll check those links in the description as hopefully I actually remember to do this time. I hope you guys enjoy this chat as much as I did. I, I get the feeling you will. Uh let's get going with Bridget.
1: Did you want me to do the clappy thing that they're doing the flims?
0: Oh yeah, let's do the let's do the clappy thing.
1: Yeah. Alright. Is it recording?
0: I am recording. Let's okay. go.
1: And break
0: Fantastic.
1: <laughs> you can line up all the audio there.
0: I love it. Oh, you're such a professional. I try. We should do uh, like a podcast or something. Yeah. <laughs> Would you mind introducing yourself for a podcast audience?
1: Sure. Hello, audience. Uh, my name's Bridget Faye. Uh, long of it is Bridget Faye Hodder. And I make musics, among other things.
0: You make so many things. I, I feel like I'm going to chat to you about music, but just know that Bridget does all things.
1: I do. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure.
0: You do zines. Yeah. You do videos now, which I will talk to you about because yeah. I absolutely love the video clip for your new, new hit single that you've <laughs> dropped.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Vixen Vixen. Uh, I've had so many people ask me how to pronounce that. Uh, I think my partner called it Nexium the other night. And I'm like, it is not that horrible cult, thank <laughs> it's, you. <laughs> it's not.
0: It's not the sex cult. Um, no. Yeah, vixen, as in a lady fox. Lady fox. Without the vows. Yeah. 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 Cool.
1: That's basically it. So,
0: Vixen Vixen, you've released a couple of things lately. You've released, I'm telling you what you've done. I'm really telling the audience. Yeah. This is a a narrative conceit. Um, (laughs) You released a song. Remember when you did that? Um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) It was nice.
0: uh, You released Garbage Fire. I love Garbage Fire. Thank you. It's so good.
1: (laughs) That was was fun. That was purely made because I thought it would be really funny for people to sing along to it. Oh, okay, that's fine.
0: the goal is to have people sing along and for it to be how do you expect that interaction to go is it something you were thinking about this is one of the things i wanted to get to are you writing for a live
1: environment
0: are you thinking about stuff as because obviously you're doing all this from home, there's less live performance happening.
1: Oh, I know. So, oh, I'm trying to, like, keep it uh, to short answers because otherwise I go off on tangents, but essentially... No, this show's
0: (laughs) all about tangents. Oh, sweet. This is a tangent-based show.
1: Tangent time with Justin and Bridge.
0: Um, Back to normal.
1: Like, short answer, uh, that particular song, the lyrics just kind of came to me when I had some of the melody and the bass set up. And a lot of that time is like, oh, oh, that's nasty. I like it. And then the lyrics came to me and I, it just made me chuckle. And half the people think it's funny and the other half are like, oh, what's wrong with your self-confidence? I'm like, it's fine. It's called humor. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's it's really interesting as a song because you can totally hear it both ways, right? Like it's yeah. it's a little bit self-deprecating, I guess, which can either be you know, sarcastic or a call for help or both Yeah,
1: which, you know, when I did stand up it was a little bit like that too. So I feel <laughs> I feel it's a little homage to that.
0: And and obviously it came out of the year that was twenty twenty, which um yeah Ooh. we've talked about a whole bunch on oh, this yeah. podcast. Because it was a great year and we just want to celebrate all of the amazing things that Speaking happened.
1: Speaking of garbage fire.
0: The the titular garbage fire. Yeah. Um, so what was your, I, I won't give you something as broad as what was your 2020 like unless you really want to tackle that one. But Mate,
1: I prepared for this. I wrote down a list because I knew I was really? going to like, yeah, I, I've done some of your job actually.
0: <laughs> awesome. Do my job. That's <laughs> okay. great. Who needs who needs me? Just sub in. It can be you and Darcy as the hosts. It'll be fantastic. No,
1: but I like Justin. <laughs>
0: awesome. Well, well then let's let's uh, just wrap it off. What was uh, what was twenty twenty like?
1: Uh, so I've got here at the start. It was fuck capitalism. Um, that had always been in my heart, but it was very much underlined in red ink last year.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, it's bad for humanity and the environment. It's bad. I also like. I understand. I have to pay rent to survive, but also fuck the way people treat. Sorry, I don't know if I can actually swear on this. Um- you
0: can. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: I was. Wondering yeah, swear if- all
0: you want. Oh. This is a fucking swearing podcast.
1: Bollocks! Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, otherwise it'd be like For a duck quack or something over that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will anyway because that's very funny.
1: I would like to hear how joyful the censorship gets. That'd be good. <laughs> but yeah, that was the very start because I uh, immediately, as the very first Adelaide lockdown happened, uh, I was fired from my job because of COVID. They didn't job keeper wasn't a thing yet. Yep. So it was kind of like, all right, bye. Not even a good luck, which um, <laughs> felt a little bit like Gil from The Simpsons. Come on.
0: <laughs> I don't recall saying good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it was a bit like, oh, God, I have to go back on Centrelink, uh, which has irked me so much during my adult life that I ended up writing a song about it for my other band, Church Moms. So, yeah, fuck <laughs> capitalism. And it, I just worked a horrendous job for the last few months and quit that because it was making me so much more depressed. And the last kind of straw was the fact that I had a friend die and they were getting really shitty that I had to go to her funeral.
0: Yeah, wow. I'm like,
1: oh, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. No one should ever work for you. <laughs>
0: that's, that's a pretty good reason as far as reasons go.
1: Yeah. So that... Uh, yeah, that basically they can burn in hell for all eternity. Just, oh, bad management. You heard it here first.
0: <laughs> you heard it here on Radio Lockdown. <laughs> they can burn in hell.
1: This is a science mag, so, you know, it's appropriate.
0: <laughs> we'll all be burning in hell if we don't address climate change. This, this is, is your weekly plug for addressing climate change.
1: Yeah. Seven signs of evil. Um sorry, that's me a lot. A lot of random Simpsons references from like season five.
0: We're preaching to a very small choir here, so it's all good.
1: It's all right. You know what? Give it a nice warm sound. That's what the choir will sound like. A good pub choir. Ooh,
0: I love a good pub choir.
1: Me too. Like it, they you feel like it's going to be a disaster and by the end of it everyone sounds so rich and harmonious. And it's like, this is why you drink whiskey, folks. It's good for the throat.
0: Yeah, I think that's why they prescribe whiskey. Yeah. For th- all throat ailments.
1: Well, now. like yeah. despite us being in a pandemic, we've been able to do some live shows, like not massive ones, socially distant small ones, but it's something.
0: It's something we've had in Adelaide that's been, you know, Pretty remarkable. We're yeah. lucky to still have a performance space.
1: Mate, I'm never complaining about this state again. <laughs> I just... Yeah. Oh, mate. I tell you what, I wasn't really furious with the pizza gate, pizza boy thing with our lockdown because it went from six to three and it was just a long weekend. Yep. And I'm like, oh, like I understand kind of why you'd be furious with it, but there's so many like capitalism type things that were playing in factor there as well. Like he lied because he was doing cash in hand and there was rumors of it being a bit... I don't want to spread any because this is a science thing, not gossip, gossip bullshit, but in a way he made our tiny ass lockdown seem worse than it was going to be. I'm not praising him or anything, but I'm just like, I'm also looking on the brighter side of it i think that's what i've been trying to do this whole time too I'm like well things gone to pot but i am gonna be grateful for what i already have like i got a dog during lockdown
0: <laughs> yay dog
1: she's ridiculous
0: <laughs> what's your dog's name
1: so her name is mandy she is a staffy pitbull cross and she turned two on christmas day
0: so, <laughs> so she baby. Uh, shares a birthday with jesus yeah And has she been your saviour this year?
1: Yeah, I would say she's been incredibly frustrating because she was a rescue, so there's a lot of stuff we don't know about her. Ooh, mysterious. That she's so nervous. She's got a lot better around people, but she hates bicycles with a fucking passion. And she has barked at people in wheelchairs, which I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) She's a jerk. I love her, but she's a jerk. Oh no. Yeah. Oh way to go, Mandy. Um,
0: top work. Yeah. Great
1: work. She's great though. Like some people she will fall in love with right away. Some people it takes a little bit of time, but eventually she gets there. Um like with our mutual friend Orgy. kept barking friend of at the- Augie. <laughs> friend of the podcast. Friend of the
0: magazine. <laughs> friend of the podcast.
1: We love Augie. Um, but Mandy was kind of a jerk to them. So I'm like, we'll just ignore them. If, if the dog gets any worse, we'll put her like inside or something. And then yeah. the next few times, Mandy's just like, it's Augie. I love you, Augie. I'm going to sit on your feet.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So it sounds like a lot has happened in your year, even above and beyond like music, everything that <laughs> happened in everyone's year. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair to say?
1: Oh, I feel like I'd be a crying mess without Mandy to be fair. And obviously without my partner and friends, but Mandy's been huge.
0: No no. We don't need to mention them. <laughs> We've we need the dog based narrative to yeah. be the, the focus here.
1: Well dogs have been helping so many people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Didn't Darcy say her housemate got a puppy or something?
0: Yes. Yeah. She's I listen um... to your stuff.
1: I remember. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> Yeah,
0: um yeah, Darcy's uh, housemate's got a puppy and I've not met the puppy. Um I've seen Darcy since but I haven't been to her place. So um I need to meet this puppy. You need to meet um, the puppy. That is kind of a through line.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. so many people have been getting dogs. Like it was really hard to find a dog during because everyone was just snapping them up. And the only ones that were left over were like the slightly older ones, ones that had more trouble adjusting with people, which I wanted to help them all, but all oh, the, like, super Aww. expensive ones. And my partner did not like dogs when we started this journey as well. So he saw how miserable I was without one. He's like, fine.
0: <laughs> there, there has been a bit of a, like, a puppy rush recently. Um, the advertiser posted a story, I think a fortnight ago, <sighs> saying... Um, yeah. There's no reason for aspiring dog owners to pay the current high prices for designer puppies.
1: Seven you don't grand. have to pay
0: $8,000 for a puppy?
1: <laughs> like, what? we were looking for an old cattle dog who's like maybe yeah. between the ages of five to 10, so we could give him like a nice slow run. And then we find Mandy, who was completely the freaking opposite, but she was 200 bucks. And came with a bunch of toys and stuff.
0: So $8,000 is, I'm just running the numbers in my head here. Stupid, crazy uh,
1: expensive. 40 Mandy's? 40 <laughs> Mandy's. You could have no, a army. No, I don't want that. <laughs> that would be, it's... oh, they'd either love each other or they'd just get cranky with everyone. <laughs>
0: Just a small garrison of dogs.
1: Oh, no, I can barely handle one. She's <laughs> <It's just> 22 <laughs> kilos. It's it's. I didn't eat a gym. I just had her.
0: I mentioned that to a friend um, who got a Great Dane. Oh, my
1: God. That gosh. he could have
0: got 17 of his dog for that price and he almost fainted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you could have 17 much. Great Danes.
0: <laughs> um, Don't yeah you shouldn't
1: don't get 17 dogs
0: (laughs) don't get 17 great danes
1: (laughs) don't pay eight grand for a freaking puppy that's insane it's
0: yeah i think this this is a this podcast is boldly anti um eight thousand puppies there are dogs that need adopting and stuff
1: so many dogs that need adopting there's also like if you get a pure breed there are always going to have some form of problem because I don't know if you're going to cop flack for this so feel free to edit it out but most of the time you don't know where that purebred has come from is it inbred it might be a lot of the time there's hip dysplasia there's all these other problems with it if you for some reason need to buy a puppy from a breeder go for something that's mixed or a mutt mutts are amazing they've got a great temperament and they're so odd looking <laughs>
0: So my policy whenever we make a factual claim on the podcast is that I um, go off and fact check it and if it's true I leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> and if I it's like that. false, I either cut it or I add a disclaimer if I can be bothered. Yeah. Or if it's like a neat disclaimer, if it's just like that wasn't true or yeah. <laughs> actually this was mostly true, but we do need to address this one thing. Yeah. Like, I do that. I like that. So I'm happy to do that.
1: I also just don't want the—I don't want the dog designer people to come after you. How dare you?
0: No, the dog designer people—they can come after me. Come at me with your designer. Come dogs, at me, bro. <laughs> and I will fight you back with an army of rescues.
1: Throw the puppies at me.
0: I have no pets, but uh, I assume if this war were to start, uh, people would sufficiently arm me with rescue dogs. Yeah. Um.
1: Oh, there's. Yeah. If if you don't mind me going on a little bit more about the dogs, because we did go to a couple of shelters. Um, Go for
0: it. No, go for it.
1: We were in talks with a particular shelter that just didn't pair me with the right dogs. Like they kept trying to palm off the ones that had been there for the longest time and had some pretty bad emotional problems. Right. And I'm trying to rationalize this with I'm like I. Can't deal with something that is not allowed to go for a walk. Like we met this dog who was very sweet to us, but would kill dogs.
0: Oh no! And that's not—that's often a deal breaker for me.
1: Exactly. Like I want my dog to meet other people's dogs. Like that's a beautiful thing to experience. And this guy had a collar that alerted the council, like, if he ever broke out, the council had the right to kill him and then fine me. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, I can't deal with that <laughs> so much. Yeah,
0: no, That I mean, you're looking for a new friend, and if your new friend has a habit of killing other people's friends, mm. um, that's often... That's a reason that I would end a friendship, or yeah. not initiate. Well, yeah.
1: I I feel so sorry for this guy, but also, like, I... Don't have the space, time, or money to deal with his problems that he's gone through. I have no idea what he'd gone through as well, so oh yeah, but
0: he would be a great companion to someone with a like a big property that can yeah. look after them and just be like one on one you know buddies
1: exactly and
0: they and they solve crimes
1: yeah, exactly like if you Say had foxes that were after your chickens, and there was a big, strong fence between them. He might have been a great companion for that person, but yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely you
1: know, not for me. Where there's dogs all around us, like so, we found Mandy, and she stole my heart immediately. I never got a big dog before. We'd always had Jack Russells, and I'm like, uh, I can, I can, I can build up my strength, but also like I can handle her on a lead. Um, I think I'm going to do it. And Tom's like, oh, uh, fine. <laughs> it's fine. He loves her, by the way. Like, he carries her around like a baby and baby talks to her. And it's adorable.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> That's so lovely.
1: And I think she loves him more than me because she sees me all the time because I work from home. So whenever he comes, she, like, waits at the door for him. And then Staffies do this interesting thing where they actually give you a cuddle. Like, they wrap their paws around your neck. Aww. It's really cute, and then she just licks his glasses. It licks his face till his glasses fall off. <laughs> that's wonderful. It's that's really so cute. Good. <laughs> I'm also like, why don't you do that to me?
0: <laughs> Lick my face.
1: <laughs> I would love to. I
0: want to lose my glasses.
1: It's very cute. We uh, we started talking about music. I remember.
0: <laughs> oh well, that's that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Segway. Okay, one, two. Segue. How has it sounds like it's been a transitional year for you? How has that changed what you want to do with your music? Boom.
1: Yeah. So that's that's a good question. Uh, Thank you for asking that, Justin. Um, (laughs) Very smooth. (laughs) I so for forever. I feel like I've been doing some form of punk music um, because it's just something that got its little tendrils into my heart and stuck there like some form of weird alien parasite that I've become friends with and (laughs) I've met so many amazing people through music as well and I've seen them go off and do completely different genres and I also felt so I'm in a band at the moment called Church Mums we'd had um, a pretty difficult year during 2020 and For those reasons, like, we're still together, but I think the guys needed a little bit of a break. You know, life gets in the way. We have other bands, we have other musical projects, and we also work because music in South Australia. Like, we have so many amazing musical bands, but a lot of people and I feel like a lot of our government feels like it's not a real job, which it absolutely is. (laughs) So, you know, we're working so many goddamn hours a week. It is hard to fit band practice in. And because of that, I was getting so musically needy. And so like, come on, come on, guys, what what are you doing? And in April last year, I decided, fuck it, I'm buying myself a synthesizer. So I got a MIDI, I hook it up to my, uh, one of the apps on my iPad, and I just started making electronic music. Now I done a little bit of this before, but this is when I actually sat down and concentrated and wrote stuff. so like my uncle Paul he uh actually helped start dance music in South Australia. he brought a lot of stuff over he brought a lot of uh, event techniques over he huh. owned okay. I didn't know that. yeah he he actually passed away at the end of two thousand and nineteen, so it's been. Everything's, like, interconnected and stuff, Um, but it was really hard as well because I was very close to him. He was actually my – well, I was his housemate. It was his place (laughs) for a little bit when I was about 22 and looking for a new place. And I said to him, like, look, I love my folks. I just can't live with them for a little bit because we just don't get along if we're cramped in the same space. He's like, no, that's fine. And so – you know, we had this nice exchange where I'd pay him rent and he'd put up with my cat. Uh And also because of that, like, we got to know each other a little bit better. He told me about stories of when he'd play gigs all over. He became friends with a lot of artists overseas, including Fatboy Slim and Carl Cox. Um Yeah, wow. Yeah, so he's just got, he had all this history. And I remember him saying to me, I think like a couple of months before things really started going downhill for him he he got he st- was stage 4 cancer that really got him and it's it is just fucking horrible to witness someone going through that especially someone who is literally larger than life and has so much in him and just seeing this thing take everything was the fucking worst so in a way this is a little homage to him as well as my cousin Jason who was also uh, in a way a DJ pioneer in South Australia but he like toured all over the world. I think he did Lane Way Festival in 2011. Yeah, right. He's done heaps of stuff but he also passed away a couple of years ago because of a snake bite. So I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it, leave my family alone. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. this stuff was a way to. I think to kind of connect with them a little bit more and also really quieten my musical neediness because I had control of this project. I could just do whatever I wanted with it. So it's like, I need more bass, I need more drums. Also, I want to use samples. I want to do this and that. And for a while there I thought, maybe I could be like AFX Twin and not go out and get paid to make this type of music because people will dance to it. <laughs> However, I am thinking of doing this stuff live as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting that you're you're kind of describing this this obviously very emotional process of of wanting to make this. Yeah. And yet, I I would say that you know a lot of people might listen to that and think, oh, this is going to be you know somber, emotional. You know, it is uh, not that at all. <laughs> music, but it's actually really energetic and exciting, and, yeah. and you know, celebratory. So, I guess was that the thing that started off the process? Were you trying to pay homage to things you'd heard them produce, or how does that actually? How did that actually translate into the music? Um, was it just the initial impulse, or was it part of something that you kept thinking about as you made it?
1: It was. Uh... I I did start the project kind of off selfishly as just like, I want to make music, and then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, this is giving me the feeling that Jason and Paul used to give people because... Yeah, wow. They they were so infectiously good people as well. Like, they'd always look after their friends. They would always make sure everyone was having a good time, Um, especially at... Paul's funeral as well is the biggest funeral I'd ever seen. It was before we really knew about COVID. So you were allowed to have that many people in one venue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there were people outside because they couldn't get in. So they had the speakers turned out so you could hear it from there. And um, I think we had given him a few applause, but we all did like a standing ovation for him because it was just that amazing.
0: Yeah. And And
1: wow. um, then the Febberton Theatre lent us the theatre for the night because he used to work with them a lot. So he was very, very, very apt to, to be at this massive musical icon to celebrate, essentially a musical icon. And despite having lost him, there was so many smiles because we were all remembering him. And that's what his type of music would do to people anyway. Like, and and Jason was the same. He was infectiously, like, lovely. And he would kind of inspire people to be better people. And so, yeah, both these characters in my life would just have such great taste in music that would make people want to get up and dance and just dance hard and fast, I think is the right word for it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of... And I didn't really know how much of that influenced it until my dad looked and had a listen to it. And he's like, I think they'd be very proud of you. Anyway, yeah, sorry, tearing up a little bit, just thinking about it. But it didn't start out as an homage to them. It was kind of just me satisfying an itch that it needed to be scratched. And the more I thought about it, the more it reminded me of them, which I really love. Like, it's such a such a nice outcome for this music.
0: To just find yourself in that place.
1: To f- Yeah, and and find myself more connected to them in a way I didn't think I would be able to because for ages I'm like, oh, I don't like electronic music because it doesn't use real instruments. Of course it does. <laughs> it's just a different <laughs> thing because I was a dumb punk kid who didn't even like like a, a horn section in a song because that's what everyone else was being judgy about when I was like... 12 or something so (laughs) i feel like i've grown a bit even now as a musician i mean if you're not growing you're stagnating so
0: yeah i guess i mean all all of those instruments you know you can use things to be gimmicky but you can also use things to be very expressive and you know maybe that 12 year old was responding to something you know Within the culture, but you're responding to something that is much more personal, I guess. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see that kind of you know evolution of an artist. Oh, stop um, it! <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna stop it. You're the most artsy artist that you know I know. Thank you're you. You're so arts. You're all the arts. I bleed at once.
1: ink. I don't know. Um...
0: Well, you, I mean, you've also got this video that you've put together for Garbage Fire, and that kind of ties together as well your talents as an illustrator and animator, um, which is so cool, and I found myself hearing things in the song that I didn't hear just listening to it with the audio, but when it's with the video, it just kind of like it's bringing out different stuff. Oh, like that's you, awesome. you had some bits where you were using – I don't have the language for certain music terminology, but That's there were okay. some parts where it felt, like, distorted or compressed. Yeah. And then you added a visual element that kind of matched that, um, and I just thought that was really um bringing out that all of these things were choices and they're not – like, it's not just a quirk of recording equipment. Yeah. Of which I know a lot because this podcast
1: has been <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
0: just – strung together it's absolutely it's basically me and Darcy on two cans on each end of a piece of string
1: oh mate that's Um, what everyone's doing don't don't talk yourself down it's they like
0: oh no no uh, that's it's all the more a triumph it's all confidence on that (laughs) but yeah
1: and a good mic
0: it's all confidence which I occasionally have yeah but yes no not my thing your thing um uh, why do you do such a cool thing and why is it so cool?
1: Ah, oh, it's, it's really nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the video. So our friend Amy, um, from Church Mums, she was the original drummer. She unfortunately passed away, um, last year, but she was the most musically forward thinking person I've ever met. And she did so much for South Australian music. And she was the one who encouraged church mums to do videos when we released our recordings. right? And I've always got that stuck in my head now whenever I try and do a new recording. She's like, build it up, build it up, build it up. You know what's going to do that more? Do a video. So she directed our two video clips that we have. And I just got inspired by it. I did something slightly different, very lo-fi looking, but like the animations I used, they were all off Canva. And they were just put in certain ways and manipulated in certain ways because they were free art I could use. Um and it was a lot quicker than doing some of that animation myself because if you've ever done anything like animation before, you know it takes a long fucking time. <laughs> and if you are doing it by yourself, you just want it out quick. You want you know, you wanna save yourself time. It's like coding. You wanna save yourself as much time as possible. <laughs>
0: I I did a video series earlier this year and I realized that the uh reason I've been sticking away from doing video stuff for so long is because um in like first year uni we had one, one assignment where we had to make a video project and I chose to do stop motion animation. Oh
1: buddy. And it
0: took me <laughs> an eternity <laughs> yep. and I've literally not edited a video longer than a minute since then. Yeah. Um so, and then I was putting together this and it, it wasn't easy. It was still a difficult process, yeah. but like, oh my goodness, video <laughs> editing and animation are such different beasts. Oh you know? yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. That's my very, very limited taste of animation. So I, I.
1: You went for stop motion as well. Stop motion is so much harder as well. I must say like. Well, it isn't
0: if you don't have enough frames. Oh, there <laughs> you, you go. Just make it really slow. <laughs> It's more stop than motion.
1: Do you have that somewhere?
0: I'm sure I do. It
1: was on Vimeo, I believe. Oh, my God. I haven't even thought about that for a while. Who's on Vimeo now? I think it's just video clips. Maybe I should get Vimeo.
0: I will see if I can find it and send it to you. It will not be in the show notes. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I have stuff like that. Um. But yeah, the the video for Garbage Fire was essentially inspired by 90s internet, you know, like pop-ups, how slow Australian internet was back then, and how uh, pastel it kind of looked, which I'm very into. And also Black Mirror.
0: (laughs) It definitely had like Black Mirror if it was performed as an episode of Art Attack I love
1: that. it's just
0: like pat buchanan's black mirror (laughs) hey this is justin just jumping in after the show obviously there i meant to say neil buchanan the former host of art attack and not pat buchanan the holocaust denying former advisor to u.s presidents reagan ford and nixon that should have been fairly apparent from context but i should just clarify that i am not referring to a horrible new vehicle pat buchanan's art attack thanks very much uh back to the show so, are you working on more things? Are you? What's the What's the uh, trajectory for Vixen Vixen? Is this I, a one off thing or is it explosive?
1: I am working on new things. I'm also working on uh, getting Vixen Vixen to do live shows because I've had requests yeah. for it, and I I'm not gonna really ignore that because I guess I shouldn't. Um, what I've really been doing is watching a lot of peaches. I. I fucking adore Peaches. They, I'm actually not sure um, their pronouns, but just music, God. (laughs) So much fun. So unapologetically ballsy. They recently wrote a song called I Mean Something, which is just all about aging. And it is such a good tune. It makes you feel powerful listening to it. So listen to Peaches. Just do it. She's and- great.
0: I've just Googled her pronouns. She's great.
1: She's great. Yeah, there we go. And like, she hadn't done anything for a while. And then I saw she was doing an art show in Berlin, which is cool. Called- I think it's the Teachers of Peaches. And she created a lot of the stuff that you see on stage. Like, there's a ho- there's there was just a pile of um, flashlights, essentially. <laughs> I- okay. We're not, we're going to just look that up i guess and they all had her mouth on it and they sung they were singing flashlights
0: oh my goodness they sung
1: to her song it was so cool (laughs) (laughs) just
0: that's incredible yeah she's a hero yeah Um, i
1: adore her and uh church moms used to cover uh boys want to be her yeah which is such a fun song as well um Now it's the peaches hour with Justin and Bridget,
0: but it's fine. It was the dogs hour for the start of the podcast, and now it'll be the peaches hour.
1: Um, She has all these interesting instruments. There's laser harps on stage, which I want to play with laser harps now. How do I get them? Someone give them to me.
0: (laughs) If anyone in our listener base, (laughs) uh, our extensive thousands and thousands of listeners, um, could reach out and send us a laser harp. Um, you can send that to us. Just get in touch, uh, neptunetoday at gmail.com, and we will uh, put the laser harp uh, at... Just give it to Bridget. I'll go go
1: one better. If I get a laser harp, I will write you a song. There we go. With the laser harp.
0: (laughs) You heard it here first. Laser harp song (laughs) made by Bridget for you, dear laser harp maker.
1: That would be so nice. Um This episode
0: of Radio Lockdown is sponsored by Laser Hubs.
1: <laughs> That'd be cool. Cause it's like, That'd be great. I mean, like, this is a science uh magazine podcast thing. Allegedly. This is tech that like that's part of it. I love the use of this, especially new tech as well. Like imagine trying to do like a podcast twenty years ago. It's a radio yeah. show, but <laughs>
0: Yeah, but but being able to do all the stuff we can do, I mean, we are not physically in the same location. We're doing this over a Skype call. We're recording on both ends.
1: Exactly. And
0: in the meantime, I'm googling laser harps, and apparently there's <laughs> a do-it-yourself mini laser harp kit that you can get for like twenty bucks.
1: Justin, Justin, yes, Pritchett. Should yeah, we hello. film putting together this laser harp kit as part of the I would love nothing more.
0: Because this is I'm amazing.
1: Just yeah, okay. This is this is a thing we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll we'll see we'll see if we can get it posted to us. Yes, um, please. This is incredible. Please I mean, send that to they're me. They're very tiny. I'll send you I'll send you this link uh on uh on Facebook.
1: Right, I think um, I need like, you need to help me because I am an absolute Luddite with putting stuff together. So I might just end up electrocuting myself if I don't have help.
0: I'm, look, I'm not sure that I would do much better, but <laughs> th- between the two of us, we've got yeah. better chances, right? Yeah. I'm just sending you this.
1: Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited. Ooh, AliExpress.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. it's It looks incredibly cheap, but apparently those are lasers. What? And. <laughs> If you move your fingers between those lasers, there's a speaker at the bottom.
1: Oh, oh, that is a raw... That's a speaker. Okay, so...
0: That is the most minimalist laser hub.
1: Look at that. Oh, you can plug it into an amp, though, technically.
0: There we go. We're already... There you go. ...doing our um, electrical engineering.
1: It's $8.26 AU. So I'm guessing the extra money is shipping. It's $5. Oh, my God. Oh, we're yeah, getting no, this. We're getting this. We're, we're putting this, is our this next together. Project. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm so excited about this.
0: I, I love this. I'll see if I can get um a former guest on the podcast um TK yeah um, involved because he is you know an engineer who also has been involved in music and stuff. Oh, um, that's exciting. Yeah. His oh. uh his like first big internet thing was he made a, a guitar pedal and sold it for a while he's rad you guys should meet if you yeah i need
1: to talk to him because guitar pedals are expensive
0: (laughs) he's uh he's a cool dude um that's awesome yeah uh laser harp is happening that's our new project sold um until uh our laser harp project takes off um, and takes over the world where can people find your stuff
1: um i am on spotify So, look up VXN, VXN, um, or just look up Garbage Fire and then follow the rest of the link. Uh, I'm on Bandcamp, which you can actually buy my stuff, and that money goes directly to me, especially Friday the 5th of February. They're doing another Bandcamp day, which essentially Bandcamp gives you all the money instead of taking a smidgen.
0: This will probably come out after the 5th of February. Damn it! So, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, look out for Bandcamp But I would tell that people be
0: if you share stuff on social, I'll share it on the fifth of February. But this will come out after that. Sorry.
1: That's fair. Um, I am on Instagram, just Vixen Vixen Music. Uh, no I, no E. Uh, I actually did start a TikTok. Ooh. I, don't, I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm just putting up like old music and animation stuff. So it's just under Bridget underscore underscore Faye. Love it. Yeah, I have. I fixed up my website. It's very like I. I don't have any money at the moment, so it's still like bridgetfay.wordpress.com but it's looking a lot better. It's got all my latest stuff up there. Um,
0: well, I believe we're both having uh, new websites, new look websites, uh, put together for us Thank by you. the uh, by the illustrious aforementioned friend.
1: Yes, they are amazing.
0: It's it's so good. After this, I'll send you some. Um, preview shots of what I've been putting together for I'm excited. my site yeah it's, speaking it's of sick.
1: multi-talented
0: oh <laughs> no, no 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 That, that that's interview over
1: <laughs> oh okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can't yeah we can't talk about uh, Augie or myself
1: yeah that'll be um, another it, hour
0: yeah well I mean you know I like talking about myself I have a podcast that's what the rest of it's for <laughs> when I'm not interviewing people yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what would you like to see last question? I'm going to give okay. you one last question to exit on. Okay. Uh what would you like to see happen in 2021? What are your goals, plans, dreams, aspirations, Ooh. covidy or unrelated to covid?
1: Um I want to see people treating their workers better. I want to see this type of way that we are working at the moment uh dismantled and it needs to be set back up. We need to treat people with respect rather than respecting money i think that's the most important thing and like we're not going to get stuff done unless we remember that people are people and fucking look after the earth guys
0: (laughs) this is all baller shit this is what i bring you on here for yeah absolutely (laughs) all of those things the stuff that matters yeah um uh Bridget, always a pleasure to talk to you. I will link all that stuff below. Go check that stuff out. People that listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, stop stop now. This it's over. The interview's over. The episode's over. Go down description thing. Check out all Bridget's stuff. She's rad.
1: Thanks, Justin. Bye. Bye.
0: You've been listening to Radio Lockdown, a Neptune podcast.